let's be honest. It takes a bit of madness to believe in magic, to believe in the unseen, the impossible, the unproven. Whether you believe in the universe or wizards, ghosts, tarot, vampires, manifesting, or God, you, you have to be a little mad to throw your head and heart into unrelenting faith in something you cannot unequivocally prove. Typically, magic gets pitted against science in the battle for proof. We humans, we like to be sure, and how can you be sure of something you can't explain or prove? In life and in business, looking at data and facts is an absolutely essential element in smart decision-making and planning. But as anyone who has faith in anything will tell you, it's not the complete picture. I developed what I call the entrepreneurial spectrum. Sometimes I call it the magic spectrum. And you can see an example of this in the show notes. This model highlights the opposite sides of entrepreneurs and the natural inclinations on one extreme to the other. So for those who are inclined more towards facts and data, this end of the spectrum is blue, and I call it method. It's on the left. And those who are naturally inclined towards art and emotion, this one's red, I call it madness. Most of us fall to one side or the other. In the middle of the spectrum is magic. Most of us are comfortable with other people who sit on the same side of the spectrum because we feel a little bit more belonging. It's easier for us to relate. But in life and business, it's important for us to balance ourselves with people on the other side of the spectrum. So often there's, I meet a lot of couples where one person is method and one person is madness because opposites attract, right? But I want to point out that these titles, Method and Madness, are both coined with love. There is no good or bad side of the spectrum. But the idea here is that we work more towards the middle to try and operate in this magic zone. The merits of the method side of this spectrum are rarely in dispute. In most of our cultures, most of the established leaders and governments and authority figures that we are raised to respect are chock full of method. We're programmed to associate the method side of the spectrum with intelligence and stability, safety, money, and business. But what I want to do today is to make a case for the real-world merits of the other side of the spectrum, of madness. So without further ado, let's make some magic, shall we? As an artist, a writer, an extremely sensitive person, and generally a fairly emotional and intuitive creature, I've always been steeped deeply in the madness category. As personality characteristics, as features of a human being, this has always been a source of pride for me. My madness has made me feel special. But when it comes to being an entrepreneur, a business owner, a boss... I've spent most of my career feeling quite ashamed of my madness, trying to force it out of me, cover it up, overcompensate, and generally apologize, and even change the way I am. Like many artists, I got the message loud and clear at a very young age that artists starve, and choosing to pursue a life or career as an artist would mean abject poverty. I've heard this same message so many times from my clients as well. As teens, sometimes even as children, we all knew we had to make a choice. 
right? Choose to take a gamble on the artistic skills and passions that our madness has granted us, or have a successful life where we'd be able to provide for ourselves and our families. It's like presented at a, as a binary choice, either or. And with that type of messaging and belief at such a young age, it's pretty clear why most people don't leave high school to pursue a career in the arts. But here is the real truth about being a human who falls onto the madness side of the spectrum. Your madness is a gift. It fuels your unique genius. It makes you special and powerful and properly channeled. It's also probably the key to your financial success. This will not seem logical at first because we have to slog through a lifetime of cultural programming, fear, shame, and skepticism to allow ourselves to believe in our own magic. But the facts are there. Even if we skip over some of the obvious artistic genius we've had the pleasure to experience, the writings of Virginia Woolf, the paintings of Picasso, the sonatas of Beethoven, the poetry of Maya Angelou, the films of Quentin Tarantino. It isn't just the arts that have benefited from madness either. Most of our greatest scientific achievements, electricity, walking on the moon, man-powered flight, would not exist without a person who was accused of a bit of madness. Someone who believed in the impossible, in the never-before-seen, Someone who backed themselves despite failure after failure, rejection after rejection, and often the constant criticism of their peers and mentors. One of my favorite quotes is, whatever you can do or dream, one of my favorite quotes is, whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Really, madness is boldness. It's the unashamed pursuit of something that isn't calculated or planned, and therefore might lead to failure, nothingness, or controversy. Another quote along these lines that I love is that famous line by Jack Kerouac from On the Road. The only people for me are the mad ones, the ones who are mad to live, mad to talk, mad to be saved, desirous of everything at the same time. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but burn, burn, burn like fabulous yellow Roman candles exploding like spiders across the stars. And in the middle, you see the blue center light pop and everybody goes, ah, I personally am for the mad ones. Recently, one of my favorite mad ones, Ash Amberger, who, by the way, describes herself in her Instagram bio as trailer park girl turned CEO, hates fish, writes things normal people are offended by. Recently, one of my favorite mad ones, Ash Amberger, who describes herself in her Instagram bio, by the way, as trailer park girl turned CEO, hates fish, writes things normal people are offended by, said this, be brave enough to cause problems. This is a big focus of my forthcoming book and a big part of the way I live my life. It's the opposite of Zen. It's the opposite of all the feel-good advice you hear. But it's important. A person who never causes any problems is a person who doesn't trust herself to handle them. As an entrepreneur, pursuing madness means being brave. Our tribe of we call enchanted rebels. And that is because there is rebellion. <laughs> in being mad. There is rebellion in building a brand. It means you can't be afraid of controversy because madness totally freaks people out sometimes. 
Madness is not based in facts and data. It's based in feelings, and feelings can be very confronting, especially to people who are on the extreme method side of the spectrum. And when people feel confronted, they're not always nice. Just as Ash describes, you have to trust yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And in my experience, that that is where most of us lose our nerve. Because our whole lives, the whole world has been trying to reinforce the belief that madness is not worth believing in. It's woo-woo. It's fluffy. It's cute. It's a hobby. It's too competitive. It's too risky. It's too subjective. Why should anyone choose to pursue a career or build a business rooted in madness? So I'm here to tell you today and every day that the real secret to finding freedom and fulfillment as an entrepreneur is to find, embrace, and share what makes you special. And if you are on the madness side of the spectrum, that is your madness. Method is great for business. It's effective. But it can be a bit boring and it can only take you so far. If you want to be great, if you want to build a brand that matters, if you want to excite people, if you want to leave a remarkable legacy, if you want to have fun, you need madness. So if it's already running through your veins, you are one of the lucky ones. You've got the advantage because here's the secret that they don't want you to know. Method is easy to hire and delegate. If you're totally mad and you need help getting organized, that's an easy thing to pay someone to help you with. But if you're all method and you need help creating art, finding your weird, believing in your magic, that is a much tougher road. Again, I'm not saying that method or madness, that either is better than the other, but what, you're, what you've been taught your whole life that method is better or the only way to be just isn't true. And madness can be an advantage. I believe that human-led brands will change the world. Most of the entrepreneurs who build disruptive brands that matter, Louise Hay, Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, they're totally mad. <laughs> So if you're mad too, you are in good company. Your one job now is to find your way back to that place inside of you. The place where you know who you are. That one that was wild and unashamed before the world told you to get serious. Find that place within you and reprogram yourself to believe that this is not your weakness, but your superpower. Not something to overcome, but something to understand, cultivate, and leverage. Next week, we have our first guest ever on the Magic Maker podcast. And let me tell you, there is no one I'd rather have as guest number one on this show. And we are going to take this whole conversation one step further, which you just, (laughs) you have to be there for. It's so, so, so exciting to have her here. But for now, let this just be enough. No matter where you are on the spectrum, you're exactly as you should be, and you will find tools and people in your life and business to balance you. But if you're on the madness side of the spectrum, and you've been living your whole life feeling like you're supposed to be more method, or you're supposed to be different, or more serious, I just want to be here to tell you today that your madness is genius, and your goal isn't to change who you are. Your goal is to surround yourself with more tools and resources to bring you closer to the middle so that you can spend your valuable time channeling that magic, channeling that madness into 
the beautiful, valuable parts of your life and business because that is where you are meant to spend your time. Thank you so much for being here on the Magic Maker Podcast. If you have a chance, we would love it if you would go hop on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening and leave us a review so we can help more Enchanted Rebels change their life and business and the world. I hope to see you next time. If you want to reach out for more information like this or have conversations, we'd love to invite you to our free Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash magic makers HQ. And let's keep this conversation going. Until next time.